Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is the Mid Chicago Crypto Hustler, Bitcoin Block Bully, coming to you once again with an early rise show of coffee and crypto live via Facebook, New Money Matrix podcast. Checking in, what's going on, family? A um, little bit earlier, earlier than usual. Usually come live at about 9 a.m. shot time. Um, it's about 8.15 a.m. right now, Chicago time. Um, you know, I had to come a little early. Um, how we doing out there, family? We can see we, we have held, we have held our gains overnight. Now, if you look off over to the right side, we do see that we have an amount of, uh, little red sprinkling in. Brother Russell, what's going on? How we doing, my brother? Um, if the family could let me know, please, if I'm able to be heard clearly and if the screen is visible, uh, before we continue. Grand Rising, brother Dennis, how we doing? Yeah, if the, if the family could, please let me know if I'm, uh, like I said, if, can you hear me? And is the screen visible before we continue? Let me see. Let me see if I got comments coming through. Peace, peace, Brother Williams. Sister White, how we doing? How we doing? Okay, I got thumbs up. That may be because you all can hear me. Let me make sure. Let me see if, let me wait for somebody to comment. But no, nah, them thumbs up mean y'all got to hear me. Them thumbs up mean y'all got to hear me then. How we doing, family? Grand Rising, Tech Money Tuesdays, Tech Money Tuesdays, uh, New Money Matrix podcast, Coffee and Crypto, you know what it is. Ah, the market's looking very nice right now. Very good. Um, I do suggest taking profit. In fact, no, I don't. I'm not here to give any type of financial advice. I know when I have profit, I try to take it while it's there. Um, Brother Duncan, how we doing? How we doing? When there's profit, I try to take it while it's there. Um, you know, use it to the best of my ability. Either put it to the side or reinvest in it. Some uh, compound interest should uh, definitely be considered when looking how to grow one's funds. So, uh, y'all already know what it is today. Uh, let's see. Let's see how the top ten coins are looking real quick as far as the charts go. We are about two. What are we about twelve? About 14 and a half hours in to the 24 hour day. About 14 and a half hours in right now with it being 8 uh, 20 a.m. shot time. Let's see. Blow these up. Yeah, look at those last couple of days looking very nice. Bitcoin, Ripple, all across the charts. Uh, we have over the last three days at least positive uh, green. Engulfing candlesticks. If you look at the previous weeks, days, definitely engulfing. Let's see, EOS, EOS with some very amazing games. Definitely proud of uh, them. Uh, even Stellar Lumens, even Stellar Lumens, seeing a nice amount of gains over the last couple of days. Now, at least we forget, Grayscale did just open up a Stellar Lumens trust, uh, trust uh, fund. Meaning they're heavily invested, not with their money, but with other individuals' monies in uh, the Stellar Lumens cryptocurrency. And I always like to pay attention. Now, I got some very, very, very good stories for us today also, family. Man, look at Tron. Tron looking very nice. And then last but not least, Cardano, who... Cardano seen a nice turnaround from the bottoms where we were at. Very nice turnaround. Uh, Let's see. So we got a couple of stories. Uh, coming out of CCN... Um, a huge, a huge European bank just ruthlessly froze people's accounts, sparking claims of racism. 
it would never happen with Bitcoin is the uh, title of this story. Now, I chose to focus in on this one because of the amount of bank glitches that we've been having over here within the United States ourselves. So I want to I want to follow this and see exactly what they're speaking on and see how it could relate. Number one, what does it have to do with Bitcoin and then how it could relate to what's going on right now in the United States? Let me see. Who do we want to look at from Cointelegraph? What stories do we have here? Let me see. FBI, nah. Bitmain, nah. Japan's number two bank by assets complete, nah. Let's see. I might. Uh, we might not even use Coin. Let me see. Cripple, crypto will rule. Only criminals will use cash in five years. Okay. Tim Draper, I like that. IOTA Foundation partners. German government consults. Yep. We can definitely uh, check out what uh, Tim Draper has to say. Moving right along. Let's see. CoinDesk. It was a story that was coming out of here. The world of wars over Mount Gox future explained with the crypto community torch Jamie Dimon. Bitcoin passes long term MA for first time in nine months. Definitely can cover that. Now we're going to be moving into a sector of stories that are showcased more so to individuals of another tax bracket, you know, within the millions and billions of dollars. So uh, coming in on Bloomberg, uh, the very, very, very important story right here. Um, it's time to consider crypto says pension and endowment advisor. And I believe, yep, Cambridge Associates. These are individuals, and I use the word individual in the form, in the legal sense, meaning a corporation, uh, a state, uh, association, um, you know, trust. But the Cambridge Association, who usually deals with uh, individuals, once again, use legally, who have access to funds of you know 100 million you know 10 billion let me see right here it says it's the largest the most large institutions have stayed clear of the 10 year old 120 billion dollar industry yada 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 where is it i don't know if they're going to go into cambridge association but we're going to do a little research see exactly who they are and why them speaking on the fact that they're telling individuals to now look into cryptocurrency for the long term is important. And once again, February 18th, just released yesterday, coming out of the Forbes magazine or the Forbes. Uh, did y'all know that Forbes themselves have a cryptocurrency and blockchain newsletter that they send out to individuals just interested in crypto news? Interesting. Uh, they got a story coming out that says that Bitcoin to break consecutive months of losses. What is behind the move? Hmm, this is pretty much the same as nah. We're gonna we're gonna cover both of them because I want to see how the crypto world is speaking on it, and I want to see how the larger financial world is speaking on the advancement of Bitcoin over the last couple of days. So we'll be covering all of these stories right here, family. Uh, let me see, real quick though, real quick. Let's see. I want to uh, show you the importance of Cambridge Association, just like I did with the Grayscale. Um, Grayscale Trust to show you how many different cryptocurrencies they were invested in and how much they had invested. Let me see. I'm trying to see. Hmm. Okay, so Cambridge Associations, as of right now, it says that they hold their total assets right now three hundred and eighty-nine billion. And total global assets. So they got 389 billions in collateral 
or in some form of a uh, probably debt. A lot of it's probably debt. But that's how much money them and his association um, manage. So when you see them telling individuals, look, and it's all over the 16 outlet, everyone's talking about it. Cambridge Association believe institutional investors should explore crypto. Bitcoin price tops 3,800. Ethereum and XRP surge as Cranbridge Association does something. So it's definitely top headline news right now as far as what these guys are speaking on. So um, first story coming up. In fact, let me see who we got tuning in right now. And I want to tell everyone Grand Rising. Grand Rising to everybody that's tuning in. I'm happy for any and everybody that's able to catch this. Um, if we can, please share this out. Also, share this out for any individuals that may need to see this information. Oh, hold on. What's going on here? Nah, hold on. I ain't. Let me get back to the other story. We may follow that though. We may uh we may look at the uh JP Morgan story. I'm not 100% sure yet. We may check out the JP Morgan story. Let me see who we got checking in. Grand rising to everybody, grand rising. Uh SV is amazing or I must be crazy, but man, SV is very interesting. My man's even over there doing that work. Keep watch of the SBI Japanese bank opening SBI VC trade. Okay, good information. Uh, been out for a minute. Forbes is deep into crypto, just like Grayscale. Facts. Cambridge is an ex-rapid partner. Facts. Another fact. Hey, pay attention. F follow the money. Pay attention and follow the money. See what the money's doing. Um, story goes in, once again, titled, A huge UE bank just ruthlessly froze people's accounts, sparking claims of racism. It would never happen with Bitcoin, is what they said. Spain's second largest bank, BBVA, has aggressively frozen up to 5,000 accounts without warning. Most of these accounts belong to Chinese clients, leading the cries of racism. The bank, however, claims it was acting on Spanish ant Spanish anti-money laundering rules, or AML. Um, this is a uh, a tweet that came out from CNN International. Uh, it is yet another reminder that traditional banking institutions have the power to shut down and block access to their money without notice. Now, I'm gonna stop right there because in the in the actual um article it says they're going to block access to your money without notice but i'm going to keep it funky and tell you that they're blocking access to their money without notice because how would one block access or stop you from attaining or getting something that you that is rightfully yours if you get what if you get my drift um this is why bitcoin matters if stored independently bitcoin cannot be frozen shut down or censored by any central institution or government as satoshi nakamoto envisioned it's a payment system that can be used without going through a financial institution. And these are the facts. Banks are the past. Bitcoin is the future. And this is why you have to really, really, really. Uh, OK, one story that's being circulated right now that a lot of people are, you know, a lot of naysayers are talking about is a Quadric CX fiasco where the owner supposedly died. And there's over one hundred and fifty or one hundred and ninety million dollars locked up and nobody can get access to it. I'm going to. Really, really, really hamper this down and let everybody know. If you choose to put your funds, not even your funds, if you choose to put your digital assets on a platform that you do not hold the private keys to, you open yourself up to possibly not having access to those funds. I don't care how big the exchange is, how reputable the exchange is, or what type of regulation guideline um insurance they have any cryptocurrency that leaves outside of the jurisdiction of your private key um protection is liable to not come back to you 
And so anyone, all oh, crypto's a scam. Look what happened. That would have never. Hold on. In fact, you know what? I wish Brother Riley was watching this because it was some individuals on his page. Nah, somebody. It was on Brother Jamar's page where they said, I, I need to go post this over there. In fact, OK, he, he was speaking on the fact that uh, the banks over here were having glitches. You know what I mean? And, you know, is that normal? And somebody came on his post and was like, oh, well, uh, a, a cryptocurrency exchange just locked up uh, over one hundred and ninety million dollars worth of people's money. It, that, that should be what the bam. That's not normal. And right here we got a U.S. bank that just froze people's accounts. You don't think they could have froze assets of over one hundred and ninety million dollars? Being that the banking industry is a lot bigger than cryptocurrency. Just something to think about, family. Just something to think about. Story goes on to say uh, it comes only a few weeks after a blackout at Wells Fargo within his, within the United States jurisdiction uh, locked people out of their online bank accounts. Repeated failures at bank institutions will inevitably drive people to an alternative monetary system. Uh, and they're letting you know Bitcoin doesn't discriminate. And I've told people this plenty of times. Once again, the only individuals that are waiting for this, you know, for SEC approval, for back to get passed through, for all these institutional money to come in are individuals that are looking to gain monetary value off of the cryptocurrency versus using it as a monetary system. There's two different. It's two different points. These are two. We're talking about two totally separate um, functions here. And I'm going to use this term. I'm going to use this example. I mean, again, back. Getting behind cryptocurrency has absolutely nothing with a family stuck within an impoverished um, jurisdiction ran by a dictator, whatever the case may be. Somebody that has a clamp on the current monetary system back. The price going up or down has nothing to do with that individual sending those currencies, those digital assets by way of a digital wallet and a smart device. From within the, within they there where they're at to safety outside of there at a fraction of the price that it would cost and without the said government that likes to you know rule over them with an iron fist even even the knowledge of what they did that's the power of cryptocurrency family we got to get out of this mindset that everyone's buying and selling this and waiting for it to go this bull run for it to go for it to go to twenty thousand dollars I'm telling y'all right now they're not there are individuals all around the world that are using this to I'm not going to say escape any type of banking regulations or sanctions or anything like that, but as an alternative to the, um, what's the word I'm looking for? The complicate, the complications within their own monetary financial system. You know what I mean? Everybody, it ain't, it ain't. And then those that don't have banks, always remember Bitcoin don't care who you are, how old you are. As long as you can control a smart device, it could be a little seven year old kid has got an amount of Bitcoin that he's been sending off. You know what I mean? Or whatever the case may be. We got the X wallet right now giving us back how much daily uh, bonuses. Now, over here, you might only see $1.50, $2, $3 in your wallet. Somewhere else around the world, that might be the equivalent to $200, $300. I mean, look at the dollar versus the um, CNY. Look at the dollar versus the Nigerian Nari. And you'll get the drift of what I mean. Um, so not only has BBVA blocked its customers' accounts, it has also been accused of discrimination. Chinese customers affected by the shutdown gathered outside BBVA in Madrid to protest. They carry signs that said, stop banking racism and racist BBVA. A Chinese accountant living in Spain, uh, Yunahi Chen, was one of those blocked out of his account. Speaking to Rudis, he said, we gather here to demand equality because we are ordinary citizens. I work in a consultancy office and I don't have suspicious activities. 
Um, the bank apologized, but denied accusations of discrimination. We are deeply sorry for any inconvenience, any inconvenience caused by our decision to block certain customers bank accounts over the last few days. We are sensitive to these circumstances. We have rolled out measures required to mitigate these impacts for BBVA and for everyone that works at the bank. Customers are at the heart of our activity and we are absolutely unequivocally reject any form of unjustified discrimination. Hey, they always kill them with the words because you can't you can't. I mean, what are you going to argue with words on the screen or in the newspaper? Um, the accounts in question remain frozen at the time of writing. This is yet another reason why Bitcoin is a future. It does not discriminate. It doesn't reject people because of their race and nationality. Bitcoin is a universal monetary system open to anyone on the planet. And give me one second, family. Let me uh let me share this out real quick on a couple of groups in uh within bit uh within fit Facebook. I do apologize. Give me one second. So, um, I forgot what I was speaking on uh, originally, but we can get right back to the story. Um, now the first time banks have confiscated your money. It's not the first time banks have confiscated your money. Similar cases have happened before. The most famous example took place in Cyprus in 2013, which I've talked about a couple of times. In the wake of the financial crisis, the country confiscated 40% of all deposited funds above 100,000 euro. If you had a large amount of money in the bank, it would snatch just like that. Do the research. Don't believe anything I'm sharing on this channel. The event in Cyprus is widely cited as a trigger for the Bitcoin price run that followed in 2013. With so many people affected by the Cyprus bail-in, Many turned to Bitcoin as an alternative. The U.S., Canada, the U.K., and Germany have all passed laws allowing banks to seize customer funds in the event of another financial crisis. I'm going to say that one more time so everybody can hear that. The U.S., Canada, the U.K., and Germany have all passed laws allowing banks to seize customer funds in the event of another financial crisis these are the facts this could happen to any of us at any time I, I, i'll actually go and try to find what act that is and read it and go over it um i got a couple new bills that have been introduced also out of wyoming that i'm gonna have to go over um now i did a build last night i don't know if anybody was up but i went live last night maybe around 1 in the morning um and i covered i've been speaking a lot about the digital uh digital gold era that we're in we're digital or digital assets period but mainly digital gold and i went over the dgd and dgx or digital digix dow and digix gold token their platform and a couple of stories last night so definitely check that out it's definitely available on the new money matrix podcast also so go look for that um let me see consider uh, what do we leave off at Okay, Bitcoin is the future. Consider this a reminder that your bank has complete control over your money, so it's not yours. You are trusting them implicitly. If your bank implicitly, if your bank decides to confiscate your funds or block access to your account, there is little you can do to fight back. There's really nothing you can do. Not even little. There's, there's, I'm gonna tell y'all something. There's absolutely nothing you can do on your own, physically, mentally, whatever the case may be, legally. If the bank right now told you, look, we're, we're locking your funds up because it's yada 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 yada. I mean, is there a legal remedy to possibly opening? Yeah, there's a legal remedy, most likely. But you know how long remedies take sometimes? It's not like you're going to go do something and then tomorrow, oh, we apologize. We're going to, no. Shit like that could take months, years. You know what I mean? Pay attention. Um, Bitcoin offers an alternative. So long as you store it independently in a privately held wallet. Private, family. Remember, there's a difference between public and private. It cannot be frozen or confiscated by a third party. The traditional banking system is slowly losing trust. 
Y'all pay attention. Y'all see what uh the um no, it wasn't the, the Rothschilds just did. It's only a matter of time before mainstream depositors look for an alternative, which they seen is going to be Bitcoin. So that was our first story, family. And like I say, it hits close to home because we see the amount of problems that we're having over here with the banks now supposedly having glitches and, you know, shutting down for X amount of days or whatever. Uh, moving right into the next story. Tim Draper predicts crypto will rule and only criminals will use cash in five years. Wow. In five years. Now, I'm going to tell you all something. Look at the look how look how they really kickstarted and really put a push on crypto adopt, adoption. Domino's just has been been I'm talking about spamming everybody with the fact that they now accept cryptocurrency. You heard? Um, not even just cryptocurrency, Bitcoin. Uh, to be honest with you, um, you got X amount. JP Morgan just came out with their own cryptocurrency. I'm gonna tell y'all this, and I'm, I want y'all to really comprehend. Remember, they program through music media um and they usually do it within 10 20 really 20 to 30 years prior much like how they programmed us with such cartoons as the jetsons i'm gonna use for, as an example to get ready for the the new age of technology uh smartphones facetime artificial intelligence they're kickstarting they gotta hurry up and speed this up if this is gonna be the currency that our children are gonna use they gotta start throwing it out there i can, I can name x amount of shows my son has watched now where you see them talking about bitcoin cryptocurrency now they do it in a comical way this is what they do they slip it in on the comedy side almost like he he ha ha but that's putting it in your subliminal you know what i mean um anyways going on with the story it states billionaire investor and known bitcoin bull tim draper argued that in five years, hold on, argue that in five years, only criminals will use fiat as crypto becomes universally widespread. Draper made his claims in an interview with American financial news TV channel Fox Business released on February 18th. Wow. Look, think about think about the audience family. Once again, think about the audience that they're, they're, uh, they are catering to. Reiterating his previous statements predicting that fiat money will become laughable and obsolete in five years, Draper has elaborated on his forecast stating that nobody but criminals will keep using cash since criminals who use crypto can be tracked via blockchain. He said the criminals will still want to operate with cash because they catch everybody who is trying to use Bitcoin. On August 2018, an agent of the United States Drug Enforcement Administration noted that she prefers people to keep using cryptocurrency as the blockchain provides tools to identify criminals. In the interview, Draper also said he believes his money in the bank to be less secure than his money in Bitcoin. My bank is constantly under attack, Draper has stated, adding that to date, nobody has managed to hack Bitcoin's blockchain. Claiming that his Bitcoin is more secure than the dollar is, the Bitcoin millionaire has compared cashing out from Bitcoin with exchanging gold into shells, arguing there is no sense to go back in time as the future is about Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. When asked how much crypto he holds, Draper uh, provided a short response. <laughs> a lot. Um, and this is a Bitcoin billionaire. Uh, and what he say? I want to go back and reiterate what he said. He compared cashing out from Bitcoin with exchanging gold into shells, arguing that there is no sense to go back in time as the future is about Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Finally, this is a he's saying this is the new form of gold. And that going, you know, going from Bitcoin into gold would be like going from fiat or gold back into spices, uh, seasonings, shells, stones that once held the means of exchange of value. You know what I mean? 
Uh, when uh, okay, Draper's recent statement has echoed the stance of young Bitcoin millionaire Jeremy Gardner, who said that the existing financial system is much more culpable for things like terrorism and crimes than blockchain technology perhaps will ever be. In November of last year, Tim Draper reaffirmed his 2018 Bitcoin prediction that the biggest cryptocurrency would trade as high as $250,000 per coin by 2022. Meanwhile, Bitcoin has, and I'm going I'm to stop right there. When he says that, right? When he says that, I want to I tell y'all something. I want to show y'all something. Let me see. Let me see if they got it. Uh, I shared a story not too long ago on... Uh, Minimum minimum wage in Illinois is supposedly going to be raised to $15, right? Here it is. This is maybe the story right here. Illinois' minimum wage bill. Now, remember, I always tell y'all that prices never go up. The value of the dollar always goes down, right? So when we speak about a $50,000 Bitcoin, a $250,000 Bitcoin, hell, a million-dollar Bitcoin, that does not mean that it's going to cost that much at the current price of the U.S. dollar. I want y'all to really comprehend what I mean when I'm saying this. So when we look here and it speaks on, uh, let me see, did they say it in here? See, they, they, they're not even speaking on it in this story. I got another story I shared on my, um, nope, they're not saying it. I got another story I, I shared via Instagram and Facebook where they're saying by 2025, by the time that the minimum wage in Illinois is up to $15, it will only have the buying power of $10. Think about that. Think about that. They're giving you more paper denominations, but what those paper denominations can buy are becoming less and less. So it's just really pretty much an illusion that they're giving you more than what they're giving you in actuality. They're giving you less or they're giving you more, but the value of it has been um, decreased. You know what I mean? And, but anyways... Um, it says uh, Bitcoin has seen significant growth recently, having jumped around 7.6% over the day and trading at 3,907 at press time, according to CoinMarketCap. Um, moving right along. Let me see where we at. We had 26 minutes. Uh, hmm. Got about. Uh, uh, well, I erased that story on accident, but it must have been meant to be. So we're going to move right on into. Well, hold on. Uh, I wanted to cover that Bloomberg story. Here we go. I want to cover this Bloomberg story. Now, the last two stories that we're looking at, Bloomberg and, and, and Forbes, I'm covering these because, like I said, we have to be, we know this, blah, 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 blah. Oh, okay. Um, we have to understand that it, these, they're, they're talking, they're not really talking to us per se, they're talking to people that have access to hundreds of millions of billions of dollars. Um, so the title of this Bloomberg article, which was released yesterday, is it's time to consider crypto, says pension and endowment investor uh, advisor. The story goes on to state. Hold on. Where we at? Where is the beginning of the story? OK. Institutional investors should consider dipping their toes in the cryptocurrencies, according to Cambridge Associations, a consultant for pensions and endowments. Despite the challenges, we believe that it is a worth it is worthwhile for investors to begin exploring this area today with an eye toward the long term, said analysts at Boston-based Cambridge in a research note published Monday. Though these investments entail a high degree of risk, some may very well upend the digital world. Most large institutions have steered clear of the 10-year-old $120 billion industry because it's largely unregulated and cryptocurrencies have been used to finance illicit trade. Just what? 
Uh, so the, the dollar, what the dollar hasn't been used to finance illicit trade. I mean, the, the um, hell, the dollar was used. Never mind. Um, the, the collapse in crypto prices hasn't helped either. Bitcoin, the largest digital currency, lost about 75 percent of its value in 2018. For those prepared to take the plunge, Cambridge recommends a considerable amount of time learning about the space, including surveying the different ways of investing from illiquid uh, venture cap funds, capital funds to buying tokens on the exchange. The firm advises institutions that manage more than 300 billion. I'm going to say that again. This firm that is telling individuals, right, that they need to check out cryptocurrency, right? Those individuals, those institutions manage damn near three times what the whole cryptocurrency market is right now. Um, it goes on to state institutional investments, though rare, bring cheer to crypto enthusiasts who say a wave of institutional investments could bring greater credibility to the market. Two pension plans in Fairfax uh, County, Virginia, this month invested in a venture capital fund for the blockchain and digital asset industry. Last year, Yale, Yale, Yale University invested in a fund focused on early stage projects, focused on cryptocurrencies, new blockchains and exchanges. OK, um, the dramatic decline that swept across the crypto space raised questions about the future of these assets and the blockchain technology that underpins them, the analyst said. Yet in looking across the investment landscape, we see an industry that is developing, that is developing, not faltering. So they're telling you that regardless of price action right now, what y'all looking at, wow, later found reveal crypto storage in old podcasts. Hmm. That's that quadric story. But they're saying, look, regardless of the price action, this right here is where it's at. This is the, only those with a limited view that can only see, you know, right to the tip of their nose thinks that this thing is going down and it's over with. Those that can see into the future, can see into the horizon, those are the ones that know, like, nah, this is it. This is it. This is where we need to be at. Um, the last story, Forbes, Bitcoin to break five consecutive months of losses. What is behind the move? Meaning that it just broke over the last five months. It just it just recouped from all those losses. Um, one thing that JP Morgan's digital coin has brought to the crypto space is a positive month for Bitcoin. I will discuss this in more detail later. Let's focus on some facts about the Bitcoin's action price. I mean, price action, excuse me. The cryptocurrency king is on track to secure its first positive month since July of 2018. The trading action for the past two months shows that the downward moves were not supported by volume. The six consecutive months of sell-off were the longest losing streak since 2014, when we had five consecutive months. The tide may be about to change. The question is, what has triggered this change in momentum? If the price action and the uh, it is the price action in the price action alone. The Bitcoin, the Bitcoin price had been way oversold. It was largely expected that this month's string of consecutive losses could not last forever. As long as the Bitcoin price price closes above the 3405 level, the opening price of the month, which is the same as the closing price of last month, the sell off pressure is likely to ease off. Perhaps this could encourage more buyers into the market. With the wind of change blowing, the fundamentals are likely to improve in the coming months for the cryptocurrency space. The hopes are pinned on the improvements of the transaction volume for on-chain transactions. This will attract growth because of the largest number of industries becoming part of the infrastructure. Another stability element for the Bitcoin price comes from the second biggest coin. The Ethereum price has stayed above the critical mark of $100. This is critical for the Bitcoin price because Ethereum is the most broadly used protocol by enterprises. I'm going to say that again. Ethereum is the most broadly used protocol, meaning the, the platform, the tech of it, by enterprises. And you should definitely look up the um, Enterprise Ethereum Alliance, EEA. 
which has the same acronym as the European, uh, what is it? It's the European, ah, I forgot exactly what it means. The European uh, something association, I believe, but uh, real interesting. But yeah, check out the Enterprise Ethereum Alliance. They have such individuals behind them, such as um, Microsoft, ING. In fact, I'm, I'm, I'm going to get through with this story. No, nah, in fact, let's go over there and look real quick. Let me see. Uh, Enterprise. Here we go. Enterprise Ethereum Alliance, the membership page. Let's take a look at it and see who all they have on their membership page. Um, let me see. Membership, become a member. Okay, these are the members. Now, it used to have pictures of uh, all their logos, which, in my opinion, I like that actually better than how they have it now with just the names. But, uh, Let's just go through and see a couple of the names that may stand out. Um, Accenture, uh, yes, the Abyss. Um, let me see, those are the A's. Let me see, who do we got over here? Bennett Jones, LLP. Let's see. Uh, BGX, Blockchain Capital. Broadridge Financial Solutions, the Bank of New York, Mellon. Let me see. I want to see some heavy hitters, though. CME Group right here, which is the Chicago Mercantile Exchange. Definitely a heavy hitter. Definitely a heavy, heavy hitter. Um, Cambridge Blockchain. Citizens Reserve. Let's see. Digital Treasury Corporation. Digix Holdings, which is, uh, if I'm not mistaken, let me see. Is this DGD? Yes, it is. <laughs> So look who's part of the Enterprise Ethereum Alliance. None other than the, the uh, gold-backed asset that I've been uh, talking about for the past week. And I actually did, like I said, a full review on last night. They're part of one of the biggest conglomerate or conglomerate um, associations or enterprises right now in the crypto space in the world. Uh, they got FinTech. Um, First National Bank of Omaha. Let me see. And like I said, I'm looking for those that are, that are huge. Hewlett Packard. Come on, man. Hewlett Packard Enterprises. Let's see. Who else do we have? ING Bank of Nevada. I Let me see. No, those, those are all right. But they JP Morgan Chase Bank. Come on now. These, these are these are all people on the same team, family. These are MME legal. Uh let's see. Microsoft, National Bank Holdings Corporation, and National Bank of Canada, Oracle, uh, Oracle uh, Limited, OxyCoin. I wonder who that is. I thought it said OxyCotton for a minute. Let's see. The Royal Bank of Canada, the Royal Bank of Scotland. Hold on. When you got, man. You gotta follow the money, family. Look at everybody that's back in Ethereum right now. Look at all look at all these companies. The Saudi Telecom Saudi Telecom Company. Back in Ethereum. All look, and all these people are in the same bed together. Shell Global Solutions. This is Shell Gas Station right here. They also had, was it Amico or was it BP? It was BP Gas Station. Hold on. Why did I not see that? Where's BP at? Where is BP at? They BP Technology Ventures. This is the BP gas station, family. Let's see. 
T-Mobile USA. I didn't even know T-Mobile was part of the. Well, maybe I did. Maybe I just forgot. T-Mobile is part of the uh, the Enterprise Ethereum Alliance. And, and the reason I'm going over this, and I, and the reason why I try to really I take my time out to really really break down the the importance of what we're going through, what we're reading. The Union Bank of Philippines. Look how many banks are involved with um Wan Chain. Look how many banks are involved with the Enterprise Ethereum Alliance family. Once again, this just goes to the credence of Ethereum and who's backing them. Now I'm gonna say that again. Um, where was it? Okay, the Ethereum price has stayed above the critical mark of $100. This is critical for the Bitcoin price because Ethereum is the most broadly used protocol by enterprises. The fact that this recent low of $100 formed on February 6th, which much higher than the previous lows of $80. Yeah, this thing was 80 bucks, and it was as high as $1,500 before. Formed on December 18th, produced an early indication that the price may be moving higher. However, the price still needs to clear the level of $158 before we can be confident about the uptrend. It, in the terms of volume, things are looking great for Ethereum. The volume has soared from $2.07 billion as of February 17th to $5.02 I mean as of today. That, that's no time, family. So February 17th to, um, what's today, the 19th? All right. Um, now let's focus on some major. And remember, remember the remember the fan base that these people are talking to right now. Remember who's reading Forbes. Now let's focus on some major fundamentals that are also behind the current momentum in the Bitcoin price. The Japanese Amazon Rakuten, and I, I'm glad they got this in here, is considering accepting cryptocurrencies as a form of payment. Because I was actually looking, I was going to do to cover the whole story, but they're going over it. So a company in Japan that they're saying is the equivalent to Amazon is looking into accepting cryptocurrency as a form of payment. Um, in addition to this, Argentina announced that they're going to accept Bitcoin payments for goods sold to, uh, uh, oh, why can't I pronounce that? It ain't, uh, Peru, uh, I'm not even gonna, para, ah, y'all see it, Parag, that's the, nah, is that, I don't think that is Parag, anyways, all this makes sentiment more positive. A Bitcoin ETF may become a reality in 45 days, and this is also behind the current momentum. The New York Stock Exchange is looking for five distinct Bitcoin ETFs for the both bull and bear market, and it filed for permission last year. If the decision comes back positive in the next 45 days, which the market is hoping, it will involve institutional money. Such a development will be positive for the markets. To finish it off, it is all about JPM coin, as I said earlier. The Wall Street giant announced last week that it is going to use its blockchain quorum for its digital coin for cross-border payments. The, big, the bank decided to peg the coin to the dollar at a one-to-one -one ratio in order to bring stability. When it comes to cross-border payments, only one coin comes to mind. Ripple and the digital currency XRP. Remember, Ripple and XRP are not the same thing, family. XRP is the currency of Ripple, which is a corporation company uh, trust. Uh, the comparison between the XRP token and JPM coin will flare a serious debate. To start with, the decentralized element pretty much knocks the JP Morgan's coin out of its place. But the upper hook of JMC coin in terms of its capacity for moving $5 trillion in wholesale payments each day takes the wind out of XRP token. Mm, interesting. But at the end of the day, the fact is that JPM using the digital coin for cross-border payment only strengthens the entire space. And for me, JP Morgan jumping in this space is not a matter of competition between XRP and JPM's coin, but it only fosters the very concept that these digital coins are the future.
The bottom line is that fundamentals are shifting positively and the selling pressure losses momentum with no substantial backing of volume. This leads me to believe that all the negative negativity which we have been facing in the industry for the past five months may be coming to an end. So, family, that was the first half of Coffee and Crypto with the Bitcoin Block Bully, where we looked at the amount of stories that are coming out and being released to us. Um, you know, very bullish information, very bullish stories. So, once again, coming back, looking at the prices, everything in the green. How we doing, family? Let me come back in the over and see if we got any comments, any questions. Um, how do we find... Your podcast. Can you inbox me the link? Hey, man, the link all over my page, bro. Anytime I post a picture of that podcast, it's got a link with it. But I'll I post one in here, though. I'll post one actually in the uh, the, uh, the uh, chat. Banks have been lost, have been lost to trust. Just have been difficult to take our money as an alternative. Right, right, right. Facts, facts. Um, So moving right along, what we're going to get into now is the second half, which is the top 20 countdown. Um, Real quick, though, let me share this. Let me share. Excuse me. Let me share my... uh podcast uh link with the group real quick hold on let me go ahead and share that real quick let me get that link for you all you definitely want to uh pay attention to the one i released last night as far as it as it pertains to uh digits down and uh dgd token uh let me see where we at there we go let me hit this. Let me get this link real quick. Put it over there. And then I'm going to run through the top 20. Now, family, y'all already know I, I have no problem with um, looking into coins, doing any type of analysis. BNB price rapidly increased. I just got a, uh by 3.7%. It's $10. BNB is trading at $10, family. BNB is trading at $10 right now. I just got an alert to my phone. Just got an alert to my phone. Um, Let me see. What I'm going to share is a link to last night's podcast, and I also have a pod, I also have a, uh, a episode where I went over the Dragon X uh, platform too. So definitely, definitely, you want to check that out. Let me go ahead and share this real quick. Oh, hold on. So I'm dropping the link to the podcast in the chat right now. There we go. There you go, brother Dennis. So. Starting off right now, we got a circulating market cap on February 19th, 2019 of $135,361,732,372. We got a 24-hour volume of $16 billion. That's what I like to see. We got $16 billion in 24-hour volume, $806,204,790. We got a BTC dominance right now, 51.73%. Coming in at number one, we got Big Bank Hank trading at $3,992. Right now, it is actually up 3.3% within the last 24. Coming in at number two, we got Ethereum trading at $148.84, and that's 144444. If you want to break everything down, we're running with them fours, up 2.64% within the last 24 hours. And uh, when, I, when I talk about the fours, family, for anyone that, that knows me or follows Brother Blue Pill, he builds on the law of 44 and the synchronicity. Um, you know, I'm in the numerology. I'm also a 44 baby as I was born on the fourth day of the fourth month of the 84th year. So when I see the number fours in... Um, unison, it, it catches my eye. Um, for those that don't know, Ethereum is something that I've been speaking on as far as placing longs and using 3x leverage or any type of leverage you can uh, acquire on it since it was trading at about $119, really at like $108 as we seen when I went through last night's live. Um, 
XRP coming in at 33 cents, up 6.8% within the last 24. EOS coming in at $3.64, up 13.6% within the last 24. Litecoin coming in at $48.31, up 4.6% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number six, we got Bitcoin Cash trading at $145, which pretty much is following um, Ethereum. Pay attention to that. Up 8.9% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number seven, we have the cryptocurrency equivalent to the United States dollar being Tether. Um, USDT, United States dollar tether. Right now, it's trading at a dollar oh two, and it's down 0.9% within the last 24. Coming in at number eight, we got Stellar Luma trading at nine cent, up 9.88% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number nine, we got Tron trading at two cent, up 4.1% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 10, we got Binance Coin, one of my personal favorites, which right now is reading at nine dollars and 93 cents, though I did just get an alert that it's trading at ten dollars. Remember, this is a average price. These prices are not going to be the exact price on every single exchange market you go to, family. You have to remember and comp- uh, uh, always remember. Remember that. Keep that in the forefront of your mind. This is an average of all the prices bunched together. Um, coming in at number 11, we got Cardano trading at 4 cents, up 7.75% within the last 24. Coming in at number 12, we got Bitcoin SV trading at $69.39. 36 cents, excuse me. Up 3.6% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 13, we got Monero XMR trading at $52.52, up 4.08% within the last 24 hours. Uh, coming in at number 14, we got IOTA trading at 31 cent, up 6.49% within the last 24. Coming in at number 14, no, excuse me, number 15, we have Dash trading at $88.35. Family, for those just getting in this space, y'all need to go back and look at how, see, see what, how high some of these prices were on some of these cryptocurrencies that you're probably in and like, damn, it's $80. No, Dash was, how much was Dash? Let's, let's take a look at Dash real quick. How much was Dash? It should be able to show us the all time high. All-time high of Dash was $1,700. Right now, you're buying Dash at a 94% um, discount. Beautiful. Beautiful. Coming in at number 16. Oh, wow. Once again, look at the top 20, family. I'm going to show y'all something. Look at the top 20. The only ones you have seeing gains within the last hour are Binance and my man Maker. Up. 5.5% 5.5% within the last 24, 2.8% within the last hour, trading at a price of $609. Coming in at number 16 in the top 20. Family, y'all better pay attention. I- I'll be doing a review on Maker today. Don't worry about it. I'll do a-, a formal review on Maker. Just simple. Keep it real simple. Let you know what they got going on. Um, Now, I may do this because I was talking to Brother Blue Pill last night and... Um, he was speaking that he may wanted to go live today, and I might hit him up and see if he wants to do a Tech Money Tuesday on KTL Media, which you would have to view on YouTube. And we might go over this, or I might do both. I might go over it right here on my channel. I might do it on my YouTube and then double back and do it with Brother Blue Pill. But I'm definitely going to cover this platform. Coming in at number 17, this coin, the platform, what they have going on, everything. Coming in at number 17, we got Neo trading at $9.07, up 5.06% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 18, we got Ethereum Classic trading at $4.67, up 8.14% within the last 24 hours coming in at number 19 we got neem trading at four cent up 2.4 percent within the last 24 hours and coming in last but not least family we got zcash trading at 56 dollars and 46 cents up 3.03 percent within the last 24 hours family that is your top 20 coins within the coin market cap um waves trading at 284 up 2.78 percent within the last 24 hours don't sleep on waves do not sleep on waves family this is not financial advice in any way shape or form this is entertainment don't sleep on waves um, let me see who we got running in the top 24. Let's see who the biggest gainers are, family. EOS. 
holding its gains. Number one, up 14.35% within the last 24 hours. IOS token holding its gains, up 13.48% within the last 24 hours. EOS trading at 365. IOS token trading at less than a penny. I'm going to say that again. Less than a penny. And it's available on Binance. Number three, uh, Aurora trading at less than a penny, up 12%. Look who's number four. Look who we have in the number four spot. None other than Stella XLM. Stellar Lumens up 10.5% within the last hour, family. I mean, within the last 24 hours. Beautiful. Um, Let me see. Do we have any questions, any comments from the family? We done with the top 20. Um, You know, is there any type of comments, anything anybody wants to go over? Any questions that they may want to ask? Any coin requests? Any coin requests? Um, Let me let me see. Let me shoot over. Let me see what, what I want to look at. Let me see. Who do we want to? Well, of course, let's take a look at Ethereum. Let's take a look at it a couple of let's take a look at a couple of the coins that we're actually able to long. Uh oh, another thing I want to show y'all. I'm telling y'all, Dragon X. For those that don't like to really have to do the equations when you're dealing with Bitcoin conversions or trading uh, in BTC, right? Wow, this thing just this thing just keeps going up. Wow. Um wow. Definitely, definitely, definitely. If y'all ain't checked out the Dragon DT, the Dragon token, man, I threw I threw some chump change at that thing about a week ago. That chump change is up almost about thirty percent right now. Um, let me see. This is Bitcoin right now. You're able to three x leverage Bitcoin. But this is what I want to show y'all. This is what I really want to show y'all. Look at the extensive USDT market you're able to trade with over here. Meaning you don't have to do any type of conversion if you just want to grow your dollar amount. Being a stable coin, they have Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bitcoin Cash, ABC, Bitcoin SV, Monero, Litecoin, DCR, NEO, Zen, which is Horizon, ETC, Ethereum Classic, EOS, which you're able to 3x long with. Um, hold on. You got Qtum, OMG, uh, Dragon Token, who's up 10%, WTC. You got safe ontology. Who we got? Uh, G A G X C. Nose is over here on the dollar side. A and E. Ripple. Iota. Let me see some of the better. I C X. K and C. Uh, Revane. Aeon or Aeon. You got uh, X L M. A B T. A B C C token is over here. You have Ada. Mana. C M T. Tron and Q K C. QKC is at a 40. Damn, QKC is down damn near 50%. Wow. But uh, th th these are the USDT markets you're able to utilize over here, family. Let me see. Let me get back over here. Let's see. Ooh, ABC is down at $6.97. Let me see. Let me look at something right here. This may be a, a possible buying opportunity with uh with Aurora Cannabis. And this is a, a marijuana stock, not a cryptocurrency. Let's see what's going on here. This is OT. I've had on here for months and months and months. You can see this right here was back in October of last year. What are we looking at right now? Ah, okay. Peep the game. So we had a run up, right? You see, I got my uh, hmm. Came down. We tapped sixty one. Look, this is what I'm looking at right here. I'm looking at this. In fact, let me extend this. Let me, let me extend this. What do we got going on with ABC? Uh, we had a rally from what is this right here? This is a weekly. 
So a rally on the weekly from December 24th up to February 4th. Right now we're having a retracement and we're finding support right here at the 38% retracement level. Normal levels of retracement between 38 and 61. Right now we got a nice amount of support at the 38. I may enter positions here at $6.96 a share for Aurora Cannabis, which is not bad. I mean, look at the, look at the last, look at the, man, look at the week's run. Look at that week's run. Let me see. Let's break this down. Let's see exactly what we're looking at right now, though. Yeah, see, that's the movement right there. That's what it is. Coming back down, 697. Very, very, very nice area of, uh, I may rock it down. 697. What's that? 648. Hmm. Can a cannabis get back that low? I wonder. I wonder. Definitely something to pay attention to. Let me see if we got any comments, any questions from the family, any type of requests for the coins. Peace, family. Uh, no, no doubt, Miss Empress. How we doing, Miss Brown? Um, hmm, so we don't got any coin requests. I mean, I, I'm going to take a look at uh, Ethereum real quick, maybe EOS and Bitcoin, but I'm not going to... Uh, after that, we'll be ending it. Let's look at Ethereum. Trading at $147 right now. Look at that. Look at that resistance right there. Look where it's getting knocked out at. Let me see. What line is that? Let's see. What line is that it's getting knocked out at right now? The 38. Not on this fib. On, on the larger fib. Hold on. Let me blow this down a little bit. Let me show you. There we go. So you see I have a micro and then I have a macro, right? I have, let me show you. So this is my swing high right here. This is the swing low. Look what happened. We came up, right? Hit that low. We broke 38, came back down, found our support uh, on, a, on a smaller FIB level, and it came back up. We're retesting those 38 uh percent levels if we can break what's that oh that's strong strong resistance look 148 strong resistance if we can break that let me see what's this right here 158 what did they just say in that article we read and uh, man 158 this is what we really got to break right here but we could run from 147 to 158 though what type of uh let me see what type of profit that is that's a good eight percent that's a good six seven good six six Five to seven percent, depending on when you enter. Good five to seven percent. Always remember, you can play stop stop uh, buys above the level of resistance, meaning you only want to get in if it hits one fifty. You know what I mean? Now you always want to have your alert set also. That way you know when it gets hit, because it can hit one fifty and then retrace back down. Definitely want to be conscious of that, family. Um, let's see. So uh, Ethereum still looking good. Let me see. You got support one twenty three. 141, 129, 120. Resistance at 159, 168, 188, uh, 217. And that's on the way up. I'm just looking for us to get the $200. That's all we get the $200. I'm a happy camper as of right now. Let me see. Let's take a and we can see how long we've been dealing with EOS. What's this right here? This is back in July of 2008. Wow. This must be a position we ended at $6. Remember, EOS was 6 bucks, family. I don't think y'all really realized. Look, came up, tested, was not able to break that level of resistance. Let me see. Where do we get that? Where do we mark that from? It's got to be our previous price actions. It's got to be. 
I don't know what I based it on, but I got these support and resistance levels here for some reason. Are these the weekly? Ah, I color coded them. I forgot how I color coded them. But uh, man, the, the, the market is take advantage of this family. That's all I'm gonna say. Take advantage. Uh, we got 55 minutes right now on the uh, New Money Matrix podcast. Let me see. Okay, no questions, no comments. I'm going to end it here, family. I want to thank everybody that tuned in for the Early Rising Show of Coffee and Crypto, Tech Money Tuesday, New Money Matrix Podcast, live Facebook feed uh, broadcast. I want to tell everybody, utilize stop limits, lock in profits when you have it, and happy trading, family. Until the next video, until the next podcast, this is Amir, the Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin block bully. Peace, power, and prosperity, family. I am out of here.